Hello, my name is Dean Bobar, and I am the Adult Life Minister at Christ Pacific Church in Huntington Beach, California. As a church, we are seeking to cultivate a vibrant community of faith, hope, and love that follows Jesus into the world so our neighbors may also experience God's goodness. You're listening to our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us or to subscribe to this podcast, visit us at cpchb.org. The early bird gets the worm. A stitch in time saves nine. Have you heard these proverbs before? These are two examples of the kind of wisdom our culture values. In this week's podcast, I'm going to cover the book of Proverbs, which gets its name, you guessed it, from the Proverbs that fill up most of the book. Proverbs has a richness and depth that is often missed. So let's explore together how Proverbs lays out for us God's wisdom for everyday human life. We'll use the first seven verses of the book as a window into it. These verses read, The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity. To give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. We can see the following in these verses. This will be the outline for our podcast. First, we find the patron of wisdom in chapter 1, verse 1. Next, in chapter 1, verses 2 through 6, we find the program of wisdom. And finally, in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, we find the promise of wisdom. Let's get started with the patron of wisdom. Proverbs 1, 1 gives you the initial impression that Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, is the author of all the Proverbs. Closer reading, however, shows that Solomon was one of a few different authors. Other authors include Agur and King Lemuel, and we don't really know much about them. And there were also probably other editors who collected them and brought them together, it seems. It is perhaps better to understand Solomon to be the patron of wisdom for ancient Israel, the one who got it all started for the nation. He certainly wrote many Proverbs, 3,000 to be exact, according to 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 32. In fact, he's known in the first part of 1 Kings as being a wise ruler. In addition to this, he has also had a major hand in collecting and encouraging the writing and collection of other wise sayings. The wisdom movement that we find in ancient Israel was also present in ancient Egypt and ancient Mesopotamia. In fact, we find parallels between some of the Proverbs in the book of Proverbs and some Egyptian Proverbs. Wisdom was gathered, taught, and passed on both at the royal court and among families at home. The Proverbs in this book seem to come from both settings. Now, in Proverbs 1, chapter 1, verses 2 through 6, we can unpack together the program of wisdom. Verses 2 through 4 pile up several words associated with wisdom in parallel lines. Instruction and wisdom consists of words of insight to those who are willing to learn and grow. 
Instruction in wise dealing with others results in a community that is characterized by righteousness, justice, and equity. Wisdom instruction is provided to give prudence to the simple, that is, those who are naive about life and wise living. And wisdom instruction is also provided to give knowledge and discretion to the youth. You see, wisdom instruction was aimed primarily toward the young, especially young men. Verses 5 through 6 shift the focus for us to the different forms of wisdom instruction. The wise and those seeking wisdom are taught through proverbs, sayings, and riddles. There are other literary forms that we find, such as longer discourses. But these verses give us a clue into the variety of ways that we can learn wisdom from the wise. Like the Proverbs I quoted earlier, the wisdom in the book of Proverbs are memorable and easy to take in. And yet they also call for reflection on the wisdom that is passed down from one generation to the next. So what exactly is the wisdom at which this program of wisdom aims? Well, wisdom can be defined as theological reflection and practical skills to live fully and faithfully within God's order of creation. Wisdom in the Bible is theology about everyday life that is rooted in experience and focused on practice. In Proverbs, we find both a focus on theological reflection, especially in chapters 1 through 9, and practical skills, especially in chapters 10 through 31. In fact, chapters 1 through 9 prepare you for the rest of the book. The two other wisdom books in the Old Testament, Job and Ecclesiastes, lean more towards theological reflection. Finally, we can see the promise of wisdom in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Knowing wisdom begins with revering the Lord. Fear here refers to reverence or awe of God. Without this acknowledgement of God, there is no true wisdom, no true righteousness, no true life. With the fear of the Lord, however, there is wisdom that leads to a full and righteous life. This is the promise of wisdom. Wisdom contains throughout it a contrast between two ways. The way of the wise on the one hand that is righteous and leads to life, and the way of the fools that is wicked and results in destruction. The wise instruction proverbs are not promises, but hard-fought wisdom about life that generally apply to different situations we encounter. A proverb in the second part of Proverbs 10 verse 1 illustrates this two-ways teaching. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is a sorrow to his mother. And so we have, throughout the book of Proverbs, this unpacking of these two ways and an encouragement to walk the way of the wise. I think it might be good to end with 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, which says, And because of him, because of God the Father, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, and sanctification and redemption. In Christ, we experience not only salvation, but also have access to the very wisdom of God expressed in the good news of Christ. Jesus is not only our Savior and Lord, but also our example and wise teacher. Thanks so much for joining us for our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to hear more about our Year in the Bible campaign, to subscribe, 
or learn how you can become engaged with us as a church, please visit us at cpchb.org.